Hi, I'm Teresa, owner of T3Fit, and you're listening to the T3Fit podcast, where scoliosis warriors and professionals come together. Here we talk about our scoliosis journeys and the emotional components it takes on from being a parent to being diagnosed with scoliosis and sometimes leading to surgery. It's a place where professionals share their expertise of treatments, from physical therapy to surgery, and so much more. So let's get started. On today's episode, we talk with professional cellist, Clea Taylor. She shares with us her story of scoliosis and being fused. She also shares with us what has worked for her along the way of working out. In particular, she talks about training with a mace. So let's get ahead. Let's go ahead and get started and listen to her story. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the T3 Fit Scoliosis Podcast. Today on the episode, I would like to welcome somebody that I will say I hope she inspires you because I have watched her journey within the past couple of months, and I couldn't be more honored and proud just to know her. Her name is Clea Taylor, and she's going to tell us her story from the time she was diagnosed with scoliosis up until the present. Clea, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you for having me. It's very, very sweet. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Can you can you share with us when you were diagnosed and what it was like and everything that you went through during that time? Yeah, so um, I was actually born with a congenital heart defect. So my scoliosis diagnosis was found by my cardiologist because he was following me you know, throughout my childhood, mm-hmm. um, my heart defect, I had needed a surgery when I was a baby. <clears throat> Sorry. And then again, when I was like 10. So I was kind of used to the whole hospital scene. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, my cardiologist was following me, he discovered it maybe when I was like, eight or nine. And then he was Um, wound up being a strong advocate for me to have fusion because he was worried about the spine um, and twisting and the rotation of the spine and the rib cage and then the impact on the heart. Right. Yeah. So um, I was closely monitored for a couple of years. I wound up having to go into a brace, which was the, I think the Boston brace, I looked at pictures online. It was the one that buckled in the back. It was okay. really hard. It was okay. very high. <laughs> How old were you when you had to start wearing the brace? I think I wore it through all of middle school. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Do you remember your curves? I mean, you were an infant, but do you, did anybody ever tell you what your curves were when you were first, when they first discovered it, the scoliosis? Um. I didn't have scoliosis until I was like um, eight or nine, I think. So um, they were, they were like maybe in the thirties, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's not totally um, clear. (laughs) I kind of blocked a lot of it out, 
but by the time I needed surgery, they had really skyrocketed at the end. So okay. they were probably in like the sixties, I think. Okay. Yeah. And how long did you wear the brace for? Um, I think I wore it for like three years and I had to wear it every day. Um, I could wear it. I could, I chose to not wear it every other day to school. So I had to wear it at night, every night. Okay. I had to wear like overalls <laughs> in order to fit into it. Yeah. And um, it was not my favorite thing. And I also had to be buckled in by somebody else. So there was just, my siblings were always like, Clay's not wearing her brace. <laughs> there, were, there were a lot of uh, components of extra help. Yeah. <laughs> with it, with it. And yeah. then, so you wore the brace and you, say again, how long did you wear the brace for? I think I wore it for three years. Okay. And I also um, did something called Heller work, which was deep tissue massage. Okay. Um, I don't think my doctors suggested that, but <laughs> I think a neighbor suggested that. So okay. my mom drove me, I live near Seattle, like an hour and a half from Seattle. Okay. So she drove me to Seattle like every other week for a couple of years to get this deep tissue massage in hopes of preventing the surgery. Okay. Um, and yeah, and then I wore the brace, but in the end, I still really needed the surgery. Because did anybody suggest any type of physical therapy for you? And I'm asked physical therapy or therapy designed specifically for scoliosis. Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> okay. Okay. And what, what years, what time frame are we talking about with you and your journey? Um, I'm 37 now, and I think I was fused in 1998. So. Okay. So you had, so you wore the brace every other day and always at night mm -hmm. and you had the deep tissue massage mm -hmm. and your curves increased. Yeah. Do you remember what degrees they were at? Um, I don't know exactly, but I think they were about in the, I know that they were watching and I was supposed to have the surgery the summer before high school. And then they, I think they wanted to maximize my growth while, you know, cause once you're fused, you can't grow anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's some, yeah. There's some limitations there. Yeah. So um, then they were like, let's hold off a little bit longer. And then I was getting x-rays every week. I was driving down to Seattle and then all of a sudden, I don't know the exact degrees, but I think they were, they got pretty high really quickly. Okay. Um, and all of a sudden, like in October of that year, they were like, we have to do it right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so you just kind of skyrocketed and then they were like, we got to go. Yeah. So I wound up. I started high school, but then I, like within a month, had to take like six weeks off of high school to have this huge major surgery. And, okay. and that was pretty hard because I I was extremely shy okay. as a teenager. And so I felt that was very isolating. <laughs> and then going into high school where everyone's already, you know, friends and it, it was just, it was a hard Okay. Look, in retrospect, it was a hard time to have it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's teenagers. It's always, it's such a delicate time. And then to add 
surgery that feels isolating and then you have to go back to school and everybody's yeah. doing their thing and acclimated and you're like yeah hi <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you share with us what you remember of your surgery um it's kind of amazing how i think i was able to block a lot of that memory out okay. <laughs> um i remember being uh, stuck in the living room on the couch for a long time. I watched okay. a lot of touched by the touched by an angel. <laughs> I wish I remember that show. <laughs> but I remember just like feeling really hot and painful back, you know, just really stiff. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I don't I don't think I ever had pain prior to the okay. surgery from my scoliosis. So it was, it was definitely a new weird feeling, just okay. feeling really immobile. Um, and, and, and how long was your recovery? Um, I know I was in the hospital for a week and then I was out of school for six weeks. And then I remember going back to school, but like still having pain. Okay. Um, I remember almost the first day of school going back, somebody like threw a shoe across the classroom and it hit me in the back. <laughs> and it was just like, oh God, so painful. My mom was really mad about that. I remember feeling really fragile, like when people walked by my back. <laughs> okay, and it was, was like, like, don't hit me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still carry that. It's like, just be yeah. kind of careful. Oh yeah. And really. so, okay, so the surgery was in 1998. Yeah. Which is, I'm not good at math, so I'm not going to even try to figure out the numbers on that right now. Um, <laughs> but it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and since then, you've recovered quite nicely. Yeah. And you tell us about what's been going on post-surgery. How is life? How have you adjusted? Yeah, I think as far as scoliosis goes, once I had the surgery and the language around it with my physicians was kind of like, we're so glad we fixed that. <laughs> so it's, okay. it's been taken care of. So uh, I kind of just went about my life like it's, it's fixed and, um, and, that, and that works to some extent. Um, and I think it's difficult because you have, or a lot of people have this surgery when they're teenagers, so you don't really know what your body's like without the surgery. Yeah. Um, so it's taken a long time to figure out what I need for my body. Okay. And a lot of, you know, I have kind of a history of, um, hurting my back and then trying to fix it, trying mm -hmm. to find the answer, Okay. you know, going to physical therapy, going to massage, um, going to acupuncture, just trying all these different modalities. And I've had, you know, positive experiences and, and plenty of negative ones because, um, as you know, a lot of physical therapists don't know anything about Harrington rods. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, so that can, that was, that was pretty frustrating. Um, but yeah, are you, 
you mean like as far as exercise or just as far just, as schooling? Just in, in, in general. I mean, like how is life with exercise? You know, yeah. you and I have spoken about that. Um, mm -hmm. And just what are, tell us also some of the things that I asked Anjil this question the other day. When you, before having the surgery, you had this image of what you thought you were going to be like, and then you had the surgery. What, how was it different than what you thought? How was your body post-surgery different than what you anticipated it was going to be like? Um, I think that I just thought that it would be fixed and that I wouldn't have a lot of repercussions from it because going into that surgery I had had surgery before and and in those cases it was like my recovery was was over and I was better mm -hmm. <laughs> so okay. yeah so I think um as far as uh as an adult learning to live with a body with a fused spine has been kind of challenging at times because um, because a lot of times I think that I can do anything and then and then <laughs> and then I have pain and then I have a lot of remorse for what I've done or okay. you know guilt or like how could I have done that to myself so okay. so just adjusting um, of the mind that takes time for you to accept at times yeah okay yeah, and and just I'm just I feel like I'm only now in the last like two years coming to actually think about my scoliosis. <laughs> you know, I'm 37. I was fused okay. over 20 years ago, and like I kind of just never really put too much thought into it, except oh, I hurt myself. I can't do that because I have scoliosis. You know, mm. I'm fused, so I can't do that. And so now just in the last like two years, I feel like I've been um, actually thinking about it, talking about it. I started going to therapy and it was like, wow, I sat down the first day of therapy and she was like, well, what do you want to talk about? Or what, you know, what do you think is the root to some of your, you know, anxiety or depression issues? And it was amazing to me that like half of the page was just about scoliosis and I had no idea that that was going to be the case. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. You've had the, a major trauma. <laughs> the darkness reveals itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, you're not the first that I've heard that from when people yeah. start to really open up about that. Mm -hmm. It it's, it's, a, it's a layering of an onion, mm -hmm. you know, coming off coming off and uh it's 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 not an easy journey I mean, like as you know there's tons of people on instagram now with all about scoliosis and it's like i've just discovered that but like within the last like month or something i saw somebody post a pic a video of like the first time she stood up after her surgery mm -hmm. and i just like started bawling <laughs> really like oh my god i remember that was terrible but yeah, I just blocked it all out. In fact, um, a mom of another girl who was thinking about having this surgery like a year after I had the surgery called and was just asking because she was trying to decide whether or not she was going to do the surgery. Yeah. And I and I remember talking to her on the phone and being like, 
it was fine. I don't even remember any pain. <laughs> and my mom had to get on the phone and be like, I remember walking into the kitchen. Um, she had a lot of pain. <laughs> let me just let me just give you a little bit of a different assessment from that situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> okay. And you and you are now a mom, correct? Yes, I have a like a one-year-old. <laughs> so, so tell us, you know, people often, I'm sure that you get this question and I have as well, you know, being fused and being pregnant. Tell us your, your story of how that was. Yeah. And because of the pregnancy really is why I kind of discovered the scoliosis community on Instagram, because I was just like, oh, there's people on here that I can ask. I was I was kind of terrified to become pregnant okay. because of scoliosis, because I think as an adult, I just had a lot of fear around my body falling apart and particular, like my back just being really fragile and mm -hmm. delicate. <laughs> so um, it took me a long time to decide whether or not I even wanted to have a kid. Okay. Um, so I wound up getting pregnant when I was 35. So I was, I was worried, but it, it actually went really well. Um, I had less back pain during my pregnancy than I ever did before. It was nice. nice. I think that made me realize like a lot of my pain was just um, due to tension, you know, in my back. So yeah. everything kind of relaxed and I had, I felt, I felt pretty good during my pregnancy. And then um, I had a, I did have an epidural and that worked perfectly well. Okay. I was really grateful for it and had, you know, a normal vaginal birth. So. Okay. And you, well. you, you had no pain during all of it. And what about after? With my back? Yeah. Um, I, started having pain when I was carrying her in the ergo okay um in my back and I just realized quickly like this isn't for me <laughs> you know I have to figure out I have to I have to continue to learn how I need to modify myself my okay. own actions mm -hmm. um for scoliosis and carrying her on my chest just wasn't gonna work so stroller <laughs> so it so it so this journey of being pregnant and becoming a mom made you more aware of what your body was physically capable of and its limitations and just being awake about that yeah totally I think um and realizing like oh I'm I'm gonna need to pick up this growing child and and I can't just be like you know this delicate flower I need to experiment with getting stronger and, mm -hmm. and taking care of myself and yeah and I also um well thanks to the pandemic I've just had a strange work schedule so I've actually had time to um to actually take care of myself and it's been really nice <laughs> it's the same. And so so share with us how you what that means to you how have you been taking care of yourself yeah, so um, prior to the pandemic, I was working full time as a surgical nurse. Um, and even before that, I just 
always worked a lot at kind of hard, high stress jobs. Okay. Um, I worked 10 hour shifts. I, <laughs> I, uh, that's, it's long days. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, I tried to fit in stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really hard. I, I did like some aerobic stuff, like aerobic classes mm-hmm. in the morning for a little while, um, where I'd wake up at like four thirty and then work for, and then exercise and work for 10 hours. <laughs> it just, day. Yeah. It was just so silver lining of the pandemic. I got laid off for a while because I did outpatient surgery and they weren't oh doing God. surgeries and I just like took care of myself it was so strange (laughs) my husband always says like i'm really bad at being a nurse to myself um so (laughs) yeah so i started getting like regular massage which is amazing i found you and your exercise programs (laughs) which was really exciting because you're fused and and I think a lot of my hangups about exercise in the past have been like, well, that's great for you, but it doesn't work for me because I'm fused. Yeah. The understanding <laughs> so, of the limitation. Yeah. I mean, I've been to physical therapists who like, they, they just really wanted me to like lay on this like hard, um, what are those called? A roller. Mm-hmm, the foam roller. A foam roller. They just she really wanted me to lay on that every night to stretch out my chest. And I was like, that sure. just does not work for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been amazing. And um, started doing acupuncture and, and just things that like, I just didn't have time for before. Okay. So. Okay. And I, I I'm, I want to jump on this because as you know, I'm, I'm super excited and I, and I will say that I am so proud and honored to watch you go through this journey. But, um, you know, people who, who see us on social media, on Instagram, they know that I work a lot with a mace Mm -hmm. and I have introduced it into the program and I have suggested, and it might sound ridiculous to everybody, excuse the background noise. There's some construction going on here. If you can hear it, (laughs) (laughs) um, but to start working with a mace, use a broom. Mm-hmm. And you took that on and you have started, you started with the broom and then you went ahead and bought a mace. <laughs> Tell us what that has been like for you. Yeah, it's funny because I was like so excited to find you and I started doing your your videos on your website and and I knew that you did a lot of mace, but I was still like, yeah, that's, I can't do that. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I, I think that you were just so good at like pushing it almost or not pushing it, but like exposing us all to it okay. regularly that I was like, I'm going to just try it, you know? And for me with my scoliosis, the shape of my torso, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very naturally curved forward with both my shoulders okay and so I've always had a hard time like lifting my arms straight over my head it's mm-hmm. just they always feel like they're just lifting at an angle okay um, 
and I even do like water aerobics and it's just like me and the old ladies in the pool <laughs> and like when they say lift your arms over your head I, I just lift them straight out to the front because I just didn't like I just was so afraid of hurting my um, my shoulders mm. and giving myself a headache I've had a lot of headaches through from exercise in the past mm. um so uh Anyway, so I was reluctant, and then I did try it with the broom, and I felt like, oh, well, I can do this. It's it's not, you know, it's not a really effective workout with the broom, but you can at least see that it's possible. Right. And then I I was putting it off, and then I I finally bought the mace, and I was just so excited. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna do it. Well, a big a big part of I mean, I was really inspired by seeing you use it because it, it's such a powerful looking uh, exercise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it really it looks pretty badass. So I was just like, wow, maybe I can do that. Um, so I was really excited. And then once I started actually doing it, I, um, I realized quickly that it doesn't hurt my back. Or my shoulders, especially if I'm doing it, you know, carefully and and patiently. <laughs> and controlled. Yeah. 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 And since I've been doing it, I I actually like look forward to it or I enjoy it. <laughs> and I can feel that my arms go like straight over my head because I think because it's the weight of it behind you a lot of the mm -hmm. time is yeah. like kind of simultaneously stretching um stretching your arms into that position yeah it's really nice and i for the first time in my entire life i have like shoulder definition <laughs> and also there's other positive repercussions i guess because um i'm also a, a cellist i'm a, a professional musician so i like have had a lot of issues with shoulder strength mm -hmm. because as a musician you can't um it, you know there's it's really bad if you mess up your shoulders and you're a cellist okay, okay. Uh, yeah and since i've been doing that i've i've felt so much stronger it seems like it will be harder to tweak my shoulders <laughs> it's really exciting it's, it is and i'm it warms my heart to hear you speak of the mace because I, I'm, I, you know, when people, you're not the first to tell me that I look like a badass swinging a mace. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just, it's something I just like doing, you know? And, 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 but now it's, it's almost, it feels like it's slowly becoming contagious. So to hear it from somebody who's just started their journey on working with the mace, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It, it, I'm, I'm honored. I'm really honored to, to be a part of that with you. Um, tell us. Thank is, you for putting it out there for us all. <laughs> of course, of course. Tell us, is there anything else that you would like to share about your journey, your story with scoliosis that we haven't targeted on? Is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience today? Yeah, um, I guess I would just say, like, 
um, get out there and do some research for yourself and because there's so many more resources now than there ever were before and people out there doing the same stuff and, and scoliosis and especially Harrington rods, I think, kind of make you feel very isolated and like other because there's a lot of people with scoliosis but then there's only so many that have been fused and yeah. um it's not everyone's fused the same way and you know nowadays they do it differently <laughs> so it can it can really easily become an excuse in your mind like that's not going to work for me because this so um and there's a lot of for me there was a lot of frustrating setbacks um, going to physical therapists who didn't understand or going to massage therapist. I went to one massage therapist who told me, I, I, I saw him twice. And the first time he gave me some stretch that wound up really hurting my back. So I didn't do it. And then the second time I saw him, he just gave me this huge guilt trip. Like if you're not going to take your health seriously, then you're not going to even be able to play your instrument by the time you're 50. You know, there's just like, there's so much misunderstanding around what we deal with. Yeah. And, Thanks for and, the encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> and from the healthcare community and wellness people, it can be really isolating. So I would just say, go out there and research and find, find the people that will serve you for what you need. And and that includes like, you know, physical therapy, massage, you know, talk therapy has been really helpful for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and also like fitness, like I always tried to exercise, but I was always kind of on my own. And um, it's amazing now that you and other people like you are out there to specifically help people that are fused. So just finding the community. <laughs> which, which leads me to my next point. If people would like to find you, Clea Taylor, on social media, on Instagram, where is the best place for them to go? Yeah, um, well, my health one uh, is called Clea underscore T-I-U. Okay. I started that when I was doing tone it up exercise. <laughs> um, and I've just been able to find a lot of cool scoliosis people on that one. My music one is fine tunes music. Um, that's but maybe I'll start sharing more actual videos and mace work because I've been doing it on the Facebook group, but maybe I'll share it on Instagram. <laughs> it's, it's welcome. It's welcome. <laughs> So, yeah. Clea, I would like to thank you for being a guest on the T3 Fit Scoliosis podcast. If anybody would like to reach out to Clea, she has provided you with the information on Instagram. Clea, thanks for being a guest on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's really an amazing experience. <laughs> if you'd like to know more about what it's like training with a mace, Go to my page at t3fit.com or you can find me on Instagram also under t3fit. If you like this episode, chances are there's someone else out there who needs to hear it too. So it would be a huge favor to me 
if you'd go ahead and give us a five-star review. It helps me get the message out to more people. And if you need help moving in pain, then download my five free tips and I'll catch you on the next episode.